0: Hello and welcome to the final Der Ausblick of 2020. This hellish year is over and it's going to end with a match that seems weird on the surface but makes a lot of sense when you dive into it and it it's Bayern Munich the team in second place in the table, against Bayer Leverkusen, the team at the top of the Bundesliga table, going into the final match weekend of the year 2020. Not of the Hindrunde. That comes later in January. We've only gone through... I think this is coming up. This is match day 12. So we have to wait until match day 17 to be halfway through. And those—that's only a couple of matches away. But the winter pause, I guess, is technically among us. So here we are. Uh, I'm joined by Tom Adams. Tom, are you ready to get started talking about this game? I am.
1: I think we're actually on match day 13 now. But I was just about to say, with the the frequency at which matches are coming right now, everything starts to blend together. But you know, I, I can't say that we're taking that for granted. And. This is the big one this weekend, isn't it? First versus second
0: in the Bundesliga to close out the Hinrunda. Absolutely. absolutely, it is, it is insane if you think about it that in a year that Bayern won a lot of things, they're not even going into this final weekend on top of the table. But secretly, and I know I might get a lot of hate for this, I'm really glad that there's actually a more than two horse race in this title campaign. For a long time, I've been saying that I hate how boring the Bundesliga's championship race has been. But if you look at the table, there are five teams within seven points of the leaders, if you count the leaders as well. It's going to be a tight one going into this. Now, of course, we can go ahead and say that München and Leipzig are second and third on one point behind, and Dortmund is six points behind, but there's still a lot of games left to be played and still a lot of work left to be done. So with that in mind, we're going to go into this uh, this preview. We're going to do it a little bit differently Instead of just analyzing mostly Leverkusen and then touching a little bit on Bayern, we are going to look at the matchups, or at least the potential matchups, between uh, what we expect Bayern to put out and what we expect Leverkusen to put out. And if you like this new format, leave a comment, let us know on Twitter, let us know what you think about this, and... Maybe we do this more often. So, let's start. Bayern's offense versus Leverkusen's defense. Leverkusen has conceded the second least goals in the entire Bundesliga of only 10 behind Leipzig's 9. So, it's a close race for best defense in the league. Bayern has 18. They're, like, not bad, but not great at the same time. Um... Defense is not Leverkusen's best unit in terms of name recognition, but they're pretty good still, right? Left-wingers, we can expect Daly, Sinkgraven, and Wendell. Uh, We can also expect wing swaps, potentially, from both Sven and Lars Bender. Right-wing has Tin Yedvi and former Bayern player Mitch Weiser. And then in the middle, we have a three-man rotation of Jonathan Ta, Alexander Dragovich, and Edmund Tapsova. And of course, in net, they have Lukas Hrdetsky, who has kept six clean sheets in 19 games played so far this season. Let's compare that to this Bayern offense. Of course, there's Robert Lewandowski and Thomas Müller, but I think this is a good time to debate which wingers we should put in and where they should go. I think the last couple of games, we've seen a lot from Leroy Sané, and it's not that great. <laughs> what we've seen we've seen a lot of something, but it's not a great lot of something. Um his decision making has just been incredibly poor this season. You saw it in the fact that he gave away a goal a goal to Wolfsburg. You see it every time he blasts a shot over the bar, you see it every time he dribbles into the box and then makes a decision way too late. Um I think this is the time to swap him out. And the way that I would see it, I would prefer to start uh, Serge Gnabry on the left wing and Kingsley Coleman on the right wing. Part of that reasoning I'm going to get into a bit later, but Tom, what do you expect out of this Leverkusen defense and who do you want to see start for Bayern this weekend?
1: Well, I'll just kind of Pick up right where you left off, where we were talking about, or where you were talking about Leroy Sane. And it's funny that myself, you, and Chuck, we were having that debate a few weeks back about, you know, the pecking order of wingers at Bayern Munich. And Jake, as you mentioned, uh, Leroy Sane, with all the chances he's been given, I think you speak for most of us as Bayern fans when we say that we are expecting a lot more. And yes, he is coming off of a, a knee injury and then also an ankle injury that he sustained back. Uh, in whatever week it was, again, that tragic 4-1 loss to Hoffenheim. But at the moment, I agree with you. I'm backing Kingsley Coman and Serge Gnabry. I think a lot of the starting lineup, I don't want to jump the gun too much here, uh, but I think it will hinge on whether or not Leon Goretzka is able to go or not. He did resume individual training today uh, at the time that we are recording on this fine Thursday evening. And I know that many Bayern fans are asking, what does Mark Roca have to do to get a start in midfield? Is we kind of saw that quirky formation where we had Nicolas Zula, Boateng, Alaba, and Hernandez all on the pitch at the same time. It was kind of like uh, an inverted back three with two wingers of sorts where Thomas Muller started wide but was coming back oftentimes, and Hansi Flick had asked him to kind of act as a six alongside Quarantine, excuse me, alongside Quarantine which is not something that you would see very often, not something that you would expect. So a lot of the, the lineup is going to hinge on the actual formation itself. Uh, so we'll have to see if Goretzka is able to go on Saturday evening uh, and whether or not he'll decide to bring in Mark Roca for one of his first Bundesliga starts. But switching to Leverkusen, who I've been very impressed with, you know, I think Petter Boss has shown that he knows how to get the most out of all of the players in the squad, especially in defense. As you mentioned, only Leipzig has only conceded less goals than them with nine, and Leverkusen have conceded ten uh, with the 10 clean sheets in the league this season, but trying to f- figure out how they're going to start this one. I'm not sure on the fitness of Lars Bender. I know that he pulled out ahead of the four nil win over Cologne uh, and was replaced by Mitchell Weiser, who wound up having a fantastic match and scored their, uh, their opening goal of that match with that brilliantly timed first time effort volley. Um, I would assume that uh, Lars Bender would slot back into the lineup if he's ready to go, because it was my understanding it was just a slight knock uh, that kept him out of the 4-0 win over Cologne. Uh, but from left to right, I would expect uh, a little bit of the same from Cologne in the match before. Wendell, Dragovic, Jonathan Ta, and Lars Bender is how I think it will go uh, from left to right. But again... As I just mentioned, you know, Petter Boss has shown that he knows how to rotate the squad. He knows how to make use of everyone that he has. So it wouldn't surprise me uh, if he went with something else, perhaps back three with uh, both of the Bender brothers involved uh, and perhaps Wendell and viser on the right or, or something else. So I wouldn't be surprised by anything that we see from him. And I'm sure we'll get into this, Jake, but Leverkusen's attack combined with our defense is the really scary prospect.
0: We will get to that. But before we do that, let's go ahead and take a look at the midfield. Uh, There's an interesting proposition here. Let's start off with this Leverkusen side, right? It's a team that lost Kai Havertz, for better or worse, to Chelsea. Um, And it's changed the team, but not too much, right? They are still anchored by... Julian Baumgartlinger, he's got three goals and one assist in 17 games total played. Uh, he is flanked usually, uh, at least over the last five games have seen, by Nadia Mamiri, who has four goals, seven assists in 18 games played, and youngster Florian Wirtz, who has five and five in 17. Also rotating off of the bench is uh Kareem Demirbay, who has two goals, five assists in 13 games as well. So they have a very good rotation of midfielders. In addition, they kind of like to play some defenders out of position. You've seen people like Daly Silkgraven, uh, in some cases Edmund Tapsoba playing further up in the midfield and distributing the ball. So later on in the game when Leverkusen might potentially be trying to catch Bayern off guard or try to push and find a goal that might be a possibility that we see here meanwhile on the opposite side for Bayern we already discussed the wingers and Thomas Müller in the attacking so let's look at this double pivot right now you mentioned Mark Rocca this could this could be a good time for him to get some run, but I doubt that he is going to do that because, reportedly, Yoshua Kimmich is set to come back for this game. Now, I imagine that if Kimmich is back, you're going to start him and you're going to play him. Now, the debate becomes who becomes that second player, Right. Whether it's a more established player like Corentin Tolisso, uh, because I believe Leon Goretzka might not be able to play for this game. Uh, and then you have two youngsters as well, in Roca, as we mentioned, and Jamal Musiala. So, Tom, I want to ask you this. Assuming that one of the midfielders is Joshua Kimmich, who are you going to put alongside of him? Are you going with one of the youngsters, or are you going to go with Corentin Tolisso?
1: Uh well if Goretzka is able to go, I think that answers itself. I'm going with the double pivot of both Kimmich and Goretzka if they are both involved and ready to start. But assuming that Goretzka isn't and Kimmich is, I would go with Corantanteliso instead of Jamal Musiala only because uh I believe it was against Union Berlin the 1-1 draw where we saw the dual pivot of Musiala Uh, and Leon Goretzka in the middle and I just thought that the understanding wasn't quite there and I personally feel that Musiala is far better in an attacking role whether it's uh, on one of the flank positions on either side of Robert Lewandowski or in that number 10 type of position where Thomas Muller is best in my opinion so I just think that If he were to get sucked in, or if he were to start from that dual midfield pivot, he would far too often get sucked back, which I don't think is where his strong suits are or where he wants to be on the pitch. I don't doubt that he would not complain about that and put his head down and do a job, but I just don't think that's where he's best suited, Uh, and I think Hansi Flick knows that and would prefer to utilize him elsewhere, so... As you mentioned, it'll just all hinge upon whether or not both uh, Kimmich and Goretzka are able to go for this one, and uh, if they're able to start, how many minutes they have under their belt. But if it's not Kimmich and Goretzka, then I would say it's Kimmich and Tolisso, and, and not quite Kimmich and Musiala or Mark Roca, as you mentioned.
0: I'm going to agree with that sentiment, and it's not because I believe that either Roca or Musiala would be bad. Out of those two youngsters, I would prefer Roca because... Musiala tends to move up the pitch more, and with Kimmich being a great ball distributor, as he is, I want him to do that more than Musiala is. So i prefer Roca to be the one to stay back in that defensive midfield position, but if you're playing this big of a game, you got to give the start to Tolisso. I, I don't see anybody else getting the start. If it's just, just Kimmich and Goretzka isn't good to go, I have to say that it has to be Tolisso. Now, we move to the matchup of this weekend. Uh, Leverkusen's attack versus Bayern's defense. It's the area of Bayern's play that has been arguably the most suspect going up against the workforce that is the Bayer Leverkusen offense. A couple of... Uh, notes here. They have the second most goals in the league with 27. They are 10 behind Bayern's 37 goals mark. They are sixth in the league in shots, and ruthless attacking really is their key, so much to the point that in the 19 games that they have played, they've had 12 games where they've scored at least three goals, many of them going into the four-goal range. Compare that to Bayern's 12-for-21 mark, right? Bayern's played two Super Cup games, so I think I'll let that slide. Um, but we really have to look at what this means on the wing. Leon Bailey, in arguably his most informed season he's ever had with Leverkusen, has nine goals, seven assists in 17 games. Moussa Diaby, on the opposite side, five goals, six assists in 19 games. Coming off the bench, you have Karim Belarabi, who has three goals, two assists in 17. Two notes I want to add on to the wingers. Diaby has three goals in his last five games. Bailey has four goals in the last five. Bailey has this 16th highest speed in the Bundesliga, at thirty-four point eight seven kilometers an hour, Musiabi is seventh, with thirty-five point two nine. One and two in the league. Alfonso Davies, Kingsley Coman. So I remember, remember back to when I said there's a reason why I want, um, Kingsley Coman on the right side of the field, right because. In my mind, you have to start Alphonso Davies this game. He's the fastest player in the Bundesliga currently, going up against two incredibly fast attacking wingers. You need to match speed for speed on this one. Not to mention, Alphonso Davies just got named to the FIFA Pro Best World Eleven of the year, and Hansi is barely playing him. Granted, he was injured. But even before that, he wasn't playing him as consistently as we all wanted him to. You need to start Alfonso Davies this game. Why? Because uh, Luca Hernandez is about two kilometers an hour slower. And Benjamin Pavard is probably going to be starting at right back. But if you ask Kingsley to drop back further on defense and play better defense and really contend with Diaby... I think that would be best for this team, the best way to set it up. And that's not even touching on the attackers, right? Like the main strikers because it's really two different thing, two different prongs that they attack you with. They hit you on the wings, but they can also hit you in the middle. They've been starting Patrick Schick over the last 5 games consistently. He's got two goals in the last 5 games, 5 goals, one assist in 12 games overall. But I mentioned a lot of people, and I haven't mentioned their top scorer yet. It's not Leon Bailey. It's not Musa Diaby. It's not Karim Bellarabi, and it's not Patrick Schick. It's Lucas Alario. He's got eleven goals, one assist in fourteen games, but he's only scored one in his last five because Petter Bosch has been starting Patrick Schick consistently for this team and bringing on Alario late in the game to be like this late twist of a knife to be a wrinkle in defenses when they're incredibly tired and let his finishing do the work for them it's something that byron need to be aware of and something that they need to prepare for because as the game goes on and as whoever the two center backs are get more and more tired and more and more slow if you get hit on the wing with pace and find a finisher that's as good as Alario in the middle. You're going to be caught out. You're going to have a bad time. It's not going to look great. alario has got eight goals in the Bundesliga, I'll just say. Fifth overall. It's, it's a tough proposition for this Bayern team that has conceded a bunch of goals. Uh, currently in the top six teams, Bayern has conceded the most goals with 18. Very close behind them are Union Berlin at 17, and Borussia Dortmund at 16. But regardless, this Bayern team has conceded the most goals. It's clear their defense is the weakest link. So, Tom, I'm just going to ask who you're looking to start on defense, right? Because I don't want to ask you the question of, should Bayern be afraid of Leon Bailey, Diaby, Schick, and Belarabi? Because the answer is they should they really should. They have the second most goals scored in the league, like I mentioned. And if it wasn't for um for Bayern's 37, they'd be killing it in terms of goal differential out of everybody. So what do you think is the best combination on this back line in order to counter the threats that Leverkusen present this team. Right. As you mentioned,
1: the attacking threats, the attacking threats on Bayer Leverkusen in Diaby, Patrick Schick, Leon Bailey, uh, Amiri, all these guys we've been talking about is clearly evident. And there's a reason why they're at top of the table right now. So I'm going to have to agree with you. And I say 100% you need to be starting Alphonso Davies in this game. Uh, and I think that Hansi Flick will go with the back line of Davies, David Alaba, Jerome Boateng, and Benjamin Pavard, because if memory serves me correct... That is the exact back line that we implemented against them in both the April Pokal final in July and I believe the Rukrunda match where we beat them, uh, was it 4-2 or 3-2, just after the uh, the Bundesliga restart. I don't know why. Of course, now that I'm talking about it, I'm drawing a blank on what the score was uh, of that one. But nonetheless, immediately when you were talking about Musa Diaby and the need to, and his speed, and his creativity going forward, and you were talking about Alfonso Davies and his speed, immediately when the, when you said that, my weird selective memory just kind of kicked in. And I remember doing a live tweet about our matchup against uh, Leverkusen in the Rook Runda after the Bundesliga restart, where there were several times where I was uh, making the FC Bayern meet 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 Roadrunner joke about Alphonso Davies catching up to Diabo Diaby when uh, he was caught out of position. So I think we've seen that matchup before, and we know that Alphonso Davies knows how to uh, disrupt Musa Diaby. And I think at, at the time it was a Musa Diaby where we had always discussed, you know, how much better of a player he would be if his decision making in the final third was just a little bit sharper. But I think that's something that he's really fine tuned and. Starting to hone in on this season, and it, it showed last week, and it's showing in the past couple of weeks for uh, for Bayer Leverkusen, and, and he's become very very dangerous alongside Patrick Schick and Leon Bailey. But I have to agree with you, Jake. We need Alfonso Davies out there for his speed, and I just think Davies, uh, Boa Tang, David Alaba, and Benjamin Pavard is the consistent back line, and you know the uh, the right back line for this particular matchup to uh, close out the Hinrunda.
0: So, final score predictions. For this one, Tom, I'm going with three 2 Bayern. I think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, part of me wants to say four, three, but I don't know if Bayern's lineup is currently really capable of putting four up especially considering how they haven't really been great in keeping possession in attack these last couple of games. Uh, their defense has been conceding, right? We, we've said it many, many times. I think it'll be a shootout. I don't know if there's going to be as many goals as Leverkusen's last couple of games where they've put four past the keeper, especially because Manuel Neuer is in goal. So I think 3-2 is a good shout for this one. What do you think?
1: I am going to go with a 4-2 just because the Daft-Baybook call final just popped back into my head, and I was right. Just as you were speaking, I did look it up. It was That was the back line that we went with, Davies, Alibo, Boateng, and Pavard. So I'm going to go with that exact scoreline, and I'm also going to double that up and say that it will also be a Lewandowski brace, just as it was back in July, although I don't think one of the goals is going to be from a massive Herodeki error uh, like he made in the DFB-Pokal, but yeah, I think Bayern's attack will just be too much at times for Bayern Leverkusen, despite how good their defense is, but I just... As much as I'm a Bayern fan and I would love the clean sheet and Manuel Neuer is obviously in the form of his life right now, uh, I have to give Leverkusen's attack a bit of credit and say that they'll, they'll score two goals and I'm going to guess that one of them's going to be Leon Bailey or Moussa Diaby. But final result, 4-2, we go into the brief winter pause, top of the table, let's go.
0: And that'll be it for this one. Thank you all very much for listening. Be sure to like, rate, share, subscribe, and download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your quality audio content. And until next time, which will probably be when we recap this game, we will see you all later. Auf Zayn.